Coming up on this edition of the Schmoozle Game Club, we're talking about the classic Genesis game, Streets of Rage 2. Get ready for some bare knuckle goodness. The Game Club starts now. and welcome to Shamuzo Game Club, episode number two. My name is Steve Wilkinson, and with me is my good friend Phil Summers. Phil, how you doing tonight? Hey man, good. How are you? I'm doing very well, very well. Um, so this week we're going to be talking about the game Streets of Rage 2. Yes. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, I'll just give you a quick summary of the game club. We throw out a poll to our audience to pick two classic retro or indie games. Uh, they vote on them. They decide what we're going to play. We spend about two weeks playing through the game, collecting our thoughts, and then we meet up here on the internet and uh, record a podcast talking about uh, what we thought of the game. Mm -hmm. And we like to include some, uh, some thoughts from our community as well, which are supplied to us via our forums or Facebook or Twitter. However, they come through. We're, we're not afraid to read them. Mm -hmm. um, this week, we were supposed to be having a uh, a, a third guest, uh, a third co-host, I guess. With, yeah. Uh, Randy from uh, ElderGeek.com. Um, unfortunately, he had some computer issues uh, in, in the past few days, and, and he's not quite ready to join us just yet. So uh, we're gonna try and work it out, and hopefully, he'll be with us next week or in two weeks for episode number three. So the poll this time around was between two uh, classic Genesis games. Uh, one of them was the game Comic Zone, mm -hmm. and the other was Streets of Rage 2, which if you're, you've downloaded this, you already know, Streets of Rage 2 won. Um, I don't know, Phil, what, what do you think about uh, Comic Zone? I know, I know you spent a little time playing through it. Yeah. It wasn't the winner. It was not the winner. Uh, it was close, though. But, it was close. Yeah, I never played Comic Zone. I always kind of wanted to buy it. Um, so even though it lost, I went ahead, there was the big steam, um, sale, the summer sale that everybody loved, uh, that just passed and all the, uh, Sega Genesis games on there were like a dollar off. So I bought it for $2 on steam and it's pretty cool. I like it. Um, it's a beat em up kind of like streets of rage, but it's a, a little more like one-on-one -on -one from what I played anyway. I didn't make it very far. Mm -hmm. Uh, it has like a whole like cool aesthetic where, you know, you're inside of this comic and, you know, they're like text bubbles are coming up and he's jumping between panels. And I mean, I, I thought it was kind of cool, but again, it's hard. You get one life and that's it. You die, you're, you're done. It's kind of like you got to run the gauntlet and see how far you can get with that one life. And almost at the end when he dies, I don't want to talk about comics too long, but when you die, there's like a little meter that fills up to show you your progress. And it kind of reminded me of uh, in Donkey Kong and the arcade when 
it would say, you know, how high can you go? And, you know, every stage, like the little mm-hmm. Donkey Kong meter fills up. It almost kind of reminded me of that, just to, how far can you get with this, you know, with what you're given. And uh, yeah, that's kind of what I thought of, like a classic uh, arcade style. What did you think? I know you have like 30 versions of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I bought the uh, the Sega, the Sonic, uh, whatever, the Sonic collection for the 360, like, a long time ago. I don't even remember when I bought it, to be honest. But mm-hmm. So I have it on there. I actually, same as you, just happened to, to buy it again for $2 uh, through Steam and uh, played it on there. And miraculously, I didn't have any of the issues I had with the 360 controller that cool. I had um, you know, last time with Rayman. It just worked perfectly. So I was able to play it a little bit. And uh, it, I thought it was really cool. Really neat aesthetic. Um, I, I loved kind of the... Just the whole way you move, like you said, you move through the panels of the comic, mm-hmm. and and uh, it was definitely like a weird game. Like yeah. you get a rat at one point, like early on. Yeah, it's like his friend. Yeah, and and it becomes like your companion, and you can like send them off to do stuff for you. I thought yeah. that was kind of funny, but it was it was like quirky and weird at the same time. Yeah, um, like there's like a, that. Did you get to the fan that's blowing? You got to send them under the under the fan. Yeah. He turns it off. Yeah. Yep, yep. I did get to that. Uh, I didn't get much further than that. No, I, I, either. <laughs> <laughs> if it was a comic book, I might have gotten to page two. Yeah. M- maybe. I uh, that might be a stretch. And uh, yeah, I died, and I was like, oh man, this this game's brutal. I'm 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 not gonna get far in this. And, I actually plan on sitting down with it. Uh, probably it's gonna be free on PSN like next month, and I'll probably actually sit down with that one and play it on there yeah i should i maybe i'll do the same when it's free on there because to be honest i i struggle with the uh, 360 controller for these types of games yeah and as we'll talk about in a little bit the uh streets of rage um two i ended up playing on the playstation because of the d-pad it just was much easier okay oh because you were trying to play it on uh on your on when you bought the uh your two dollar one i guess right you're using the xbox pad okay makes sense so Streets of Rage. Um, yeah, you know what? I forgot to mention as we came in, uh, the intro music that you guys heard uh, on the way in there was the song uh, Back to the Industry. It's from stage 7-1 in Streets of Rage, which has a excellent soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I mean, that for me, the, the soundtrack might have been the, the best part, but we'll, we'll talk about that soon. Sure. Um, <laughs> I, I, right now we'll go over some of the, uh, the history of the series. Uh, I was not really very familiar with Streets of Rage, to be honest with you. I know that might, I might lose some, uh, credibility points yeah, there, but, uh, I did not own a Genesis growing up. I think we've talked about this on our other podcast, Shamuzel Radio. Mm-hmm. Um, I, growing up as a kid, it was kind of, you know, it's not like how it is now where you own every console. Right. Uh, it was you, you picked the one you were gonna get, and me and my brother picked Super Nintendo, and that that's what we had. So right. I played Final Fight, um, but I never played any of Streets of Rage. So this was kind of a an, an eye opening experience for me. Um, but I know you you have a bit more experience as you've kind of gotten into the Genesis stuff. So why don't you go ahead and give us some uh, backstory on on the uh, Streets of Rage? Sure. Uh, I mean, for me personally, when I was exposed to it, exposed to it. Um... It was when the, I don't know if the Super Nintendo was out yet, but uh, my brothers were renting the Genesis. They were like dabbling with what 16-bit system to get. And uh, the one time they came home with a Genesis and st- the first Streets of Rage. And I remember I thought it was real cool. They played through it one night. And uh, I, the one thing that really stood out to me at the end of that game that Streets of Rage 2 doesn't have is you get to the final boss and he says, all right, you have a chance to join me or be against me, right? And I'll never forget this because it was both uh, my brothers, Jim and Frank. 
And my brother Frank picked, yes, I'm going to join you. They probably don't even remember this. If they listen to this, they're going to be like, I can't believe Phil remembers this. But <laughs> Frank picked, yes, uh, or no, I'm not going to join you. And Jim, to, to be a dick, said, yeah, I'm going to join him. As I could absolutely have predicted that. that <laughs> yeah. Knowing both of them, I would have. Yeah, Jim definitely would have been the one. So, to so what happens when you do that is he goes, "All right, now you guys got to fight to the death." So then they fight each other, and I thought I remember this being like mind blowing, and I remember rooting on Frank. I wanted Frank to win. I wanted him to beat Jim. He did beat Jim, so Jim died, and then he fought the last boss and he won the whole game. And I just like. It was like to me. It was like really memorable because it was one of the first games I saw where you made like a choice, and then they pitted you. You know, you worked with each other the whole time, and then they pit you against each other at the end based on uh, your decisions. So I thought that was uh, I thought that was pretty awesome for then. Unfortunately, two doesn't have anything like that towards the end. But uh, yeah, so that pretty, really pretty linear. Yeah, so that really stood out to me on uh, on that game. But you know, I think that game was created as kind of an answer to Final Fight. Um, Sega at the time, you know, they didn't have all the third parties. Uh, at that point in time, everybody was pretty much locked into Nintendo. They all had their little contracts, and Capcom couldn't make games on Genesis. In fact, there was a lot of uh, Capcom arcade games that appeared on early, you know, early few years of Genesis, like uh, Strider and mm-hmm. Ghosts and Goblins, and I think um, oh, there's a shoot Forgotten Worlds. I think is the other one, and they were actually all programmed in by Sega, you know, in-house. So I think, like, Yuji Naka, the Sonic the Hedgehog guy, like, did... He programmed Ghosts and Goblins. Like, it's kind of crazy that yeah. that was how they had to do it in those days. So anyway, I guess, long story short, is a couple times they had to make their rip-offs, and, you know, Final Fight had come out. They couldn't get Final Fight, so they made Streets of Rage. And, you know, it's, a, it's actually a really competent... Um, I wouldn't even say it's a ripoff. It's just a, a pretty good game. I mean, at the time on Super Nintendo, when around when they both came out, I guess the first Streets of Rage was probably before Final Fight, if I'm remembering correct. But anyway, when the Super Nintendo one came out, it was they actually stripped out the two-player mode, so it was just a single player, and that was like a huge blow at the time because I mean these, those games are all about co-op. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not as fun when you're pl- playing by yourself. But anyway, it was a success. Uh, I looked up EGM reviews. I tried to actually find reviews for two i kind of came across reviews for one they gave it straight nines so i mean people loved it at the time uh so a year later they make streets of rage 2 uh that reviewed well at the time as well and that became a pack-in i think i guess Sonic the hedgehog 2 was probably already a pack-in for a little while and then they mm-hmm. they yanked that and made the streets of rage 2 one so i mean it was it was a big deal when it came out uh in japan the series is known as bare knuckle so it got mm-hmm. a little got a we got renamed for over here and you know then there was a third one and then the series just kind of died after that but two was the uh two seems to be the height of the series it's the one that everybody remembers one that has yeah. the best music and arguably i guess the best music and yeah that was the impression i got as well like reading around and just because like i said I, I everything i've learned about it has been in the past two weeks kind of just reading about it and doing research and mm-hmm. watch watching youtube videos of, of people playing through it and stuff yeah uh, so it yeah it definitely seems like two is the one that has the most um nostalgic value for people yeah pro- uh, it is funny that it was called bare knuckle because i noticed i was watching videos of three mm-hmm. and axel the the blonde haired character when he does his one um, kind of his punch move, mm-hmm. he yells bare knuckle. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. 
But in Streets of Rage 2, he yells something that sounds like it's probably in Japanese, which might be what he's saying is the translation that's, translates to bare knuckle. That's possible. But uh, I, that was kind of a kind of a funny thing I, I noticed. Did you notice that. when, uh, I forget what stage it is, maybe the like the carnival one, there's actually like a bunch of arcade machines that you can knock over and get like yep. prizes, and that has bare knuckle written on there too. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> I did notice that. That was funny. Because the first time I played through, I hadn't really read much about it yet. Mm-hmm. So I just saw that, and I was like, oh, okay, it says bare knuckle. That's kind of a funny name for a game. Right. And then and then I went and was reading all the articles on Wikipedia and stuff, and I was like, oh, that's why it says bare knuckle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's crazy how much of like how close to final fight it is. Even like the car- like the uh, the Y signals and the signal guys. Yeah, they got like the yellow coat. Like that guy, I feel like he's in every one of those games. Like every like final fight clone, there's a guy that has the long coat, and there's always the fat guys. Uh, yeah, I around- mean some of the characters were like exactly the same. I thought I'm. I read a lot of diff- different differing uh, opinions about that on various message boards, but uh, uh, to me, it looked like some of the characters were just lifted straight out of Final Fight. Oh, final yeah. Fight. Yeah. Definitely trying to... Obviously trying to get that same market, that group of people that like that game and you know get them to enjoy that one. So it's a bit of a shameless ripoff, but... I mean, it's you know, it definitely has its own personality. I mean, I personally like Streets of Rage series more than Final Fight series. Um, I guess I imagine a lot of people would probably agree with that. I don't know, but it's hard to say. Yeah, I, I mean, it's I'm got so... more personality. I mean, it's definitely got. It does, yeah, definitely. I mean, I love Hagar. I mean, don't get me wrong, <laughs> I love him so much, but <laughs> but like Hagar is really. I mean, if you think about like for me, when I think about Final Fight, the only thing I remember is Hagar. Right. Yeah. I don't remember anything else really about it right. except for, you know, now the memory of that game has blurred into Streets of Rage where I can't really, even though I played a ton of Final Fight when I was a kid, I can't differentiate the two now except for Hagar. He's like the only right. thing that really stands out in my mind as and I think back. And Final Fight is basically uh, like merged with Street Fighter 2 or with Street Fighter. Like all those characters are in Street Fighter now. The only one that doesn't make it is Hagar, but like Cody and Guy, they've all been in Street Fighter games and Right. It's just weird how And Final Fight even had those levels where you would like destroy the car. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it was even kind of like the levels that they had in Street Fighter 2. I think Final Fight originally, I don't want to talk about Final Fight too much, but I think that originally um I might be bullshitting here, but was planned to be like a Street Fighter spin-off. Okay. This is where that's kind of where the similarities of those two. That's why they overlap a little bit. But yeah, I can certainly see that. I mean, at the time for Capcom, that would have made sense. Right. And I mean, and Hagar is basically um, Zangief. He's got all the same moves yeah. and stuff. I mean, he's Zangief. <laughs> he's definitely not as cool as Zangief, though. I mean, the, well, I don't know. They're both pretty uh, awesome. I love they, that. <laughs> I, they're they're both great, but I don't know. I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could say that Hagar definitively is better than Zangief. Uh, yeah, that's tough. Zangief might, that is, he might edge it out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that is a tough one. I don't know. I don't know if I got an answer for that one either. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a discussion for another day. Yeah, it certainly <laughs> is. So yeah, Streets of Rage 2 definitely uh, has had a lot of fans back in those days and it's just kind of crazy how it how after the 16-bit era it died. I think there was supposed to be a Dreamcast game. People talk about that got canceled. I don't know how true that is. Uh, there's a lot of fan games. There was actually one that came out, I don't know, two or three months or three or four months ago, something like that, There, where 
they took every stage from Streets of Rage and put it into like one game. Every character was kind of like a best of, like a greatest hits type thing, and mm-hmm. remixed all the music and and I think they recoded it and everything like that. So it was like it's like a brand new game, and then it was free, and Sega put their foot down on that. And uh, I mean, I'm sure you can still get it off a torrent site, but yeah, yeah pulled yeah, plug on. Might have to look that up because that's a shame. It, you know, it, it sucks when people. I mean, I, I guess you could argue. You know, what do people expect when they do that? But, right. You know, they're going to get squashed by somebody's legal department. But, right. And that, well, the thing that sucks too is I think they worked on it for like four years or something like that. And I, I yeah. believe they tried to even tell Sega in the beginning, like, listen, this is what we're doing. And then of course <laughs> they don't stop them until after it's made. But I don't know. Maybe that's not. I mean, that's not such a bad thing because. Listen, they know that it's going to be out there. You know what I mean? They, yeah. They, they cancel it, but you know, if people really want it, they'll be able to get it. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's not as dick a move as it might seem to be. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's the magic of the internet. Nothing is ever lost forever. No, it's not. <laughs> so, um, well, here, why don't we? Uh, you want to do the interlude, and then we'll go into the thoughts. Yeah, why don't we play a song uh, right now from the Streets of Rage 2 soundtrack. This one is called Dreamer. Uh, it is from Stage 3-1, which is the amusement park stage, um, as many of you may remember. Uh, so we'll play that, and then we will see you on the other side. that musical break hope you guys enjoyed that song definitely one of the standout tracks from that from that soundtrack 
Uh, right now we're going to kind of, we, we've spent some time going over the history of the series and touched on a couple things, but we want to get a little more in depth now and talk about what our, our thoughts on Streets of Rage 2 were. So, uh, Phil, do you want to go ahead first or? Uh, yeah, I mean, sure. It's for me. I mean, I already know I, you know, I've already said I like the game and, you know, people, I guess, know what I think. So I, I'm more curious to think, see what you think, because right. you never really played it before. And, you know, to you, was it just, you know, just another beat em up or did you happen to think, you know, there was a, there was a little bit of that at first. At first, when I started playing and I was just like, you know, all right, I you know. I remember this game, and I was like, "Wait, no, I never played this game. How do I remember it?" <laughs> I, 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 I'm not gonna lie. Throughout the entire time from stage one through eight, I had this constant feeling of deja vu, like I had played this game before. And there's no way that I did, obviously, because it was not in arcades in the U.S. as far as I know. And, no, it wasn't uh, in our, any arcades. It was just for Genesis. So I had that feeling, but. I did really like the game a lot, and I did I did enjoy it, which which was a nice contrast from last week, where I was just totally disgusted, <laughs> right, right, with with the game. Um, yeah, I, I it it was a weird feeling because it, yeah, I kept making all these comparisons in my mind and and thinking, you know, I remember this part, like the part on the uh, on the bridge with the motorcycles jumping and everything. Yeah. I was like, I swear to God, I've played this before, but because that obviously... like that kind of stuff is just like that is like a staple of those games, you know. Like even uh, I doubt you played it, but Batman Returns on Super Nintendo, that even has a part where like the motorcycles are going by. Like I don't know, those mm-hmm. games. It is kind of like if you played one, you've played them all, but they some of them do stand out more than others, and they have little quirks about them that you know make them a, like a better game to play, like. You know, why is Streets of Rage to like that? One of the things I was asking myself is I do love Streets of Rage, but there's so many brawlers I don't like. So for me, I was kind of trying to find like, why do I like this game so much? You know, it had a really nice pace. Yeah. I never felt like I never felt like things were dragging on. Like anytime I started to get sick of a level, it typically like two seconds later, the boss would jump down and that would be it. Right. So they definitely uh, I, I, I don't know. You know, I can't remember how long the levels were in other games and stuff like that, but it, it definitely felt like this game just flowed nicely. And like we've already said, it had a great soundtrack, so I never found found myself like annoyed right. by the music or anything. So it just flowed really nicely, and I think that might be a big uh, uh, part of what, what sets this one apart. Because you and I were trading uh, over Instant Messenger uh, earlier today. We were trading a lot of YouTube links and stuff of... Um, videos of other similar brawlers from the time period mm-hmm. so i can't even remember the names of them now and i know i've played them because they were in arcades and and i don't ever remember having as much fun playing them as i i did playing through this game yeah so that, that there's says something there's like a there's like a a bit of strategy in there if you know if you look for it i mean you could definitely go into this game and, and play it where you're literally just hitting the same button over and over again but like there is a move set and you know there is a they kind of give you a small arsenal of moves that you can work with. Um, we played together on Saturday night online. There was definitely a little lag there too. Um, but I mean, it was still it was playable enough. But yeah, yeah, I guess I was the host, so I didn't really notice as much lag. Uh, yeah, well, then my my thing. Remember, I, and then I dropped out of the game. I think I was just having a. I think it was, just my connection was bad or whatever. But that's yeah. good that it was fine on your end. But it was funny playing with you, and I didn't have a headset, so we, we, we couldn't talk to each other. But 
for me, it was it was cool that you never played it before because again, I was thinking I'm just like you know these games are made to zap your quarters, you know, even though you're obviously not putting quarters into a Genesis, but you know those games are just made to defeat you, and that's kind of what I thought. But then as we were playing it, you know, I, I had more experience playing this game, and I was like, well, I'm doing pretty good, and I had like more lives than you. And then I felt myself, I was like, well, I got to keep Steve in this. And I don't know if you noticed, there's like times where I would go near like an apple and punch at the apple. I was trying to tell you to like grab it. Yeah, yeah. Well, there were, <laughs> I was yeah. Trying to do like signals. <laughs> I was like, this is yours, you know? And it's funny you say that because that, when you were doing that, I was watching, I'm like, well, what's he doing? Because I'm looking at our two health bars and, and like you would have less health than me. Right. And I'd had be like, like, I'd, Right, right. I guess I wasn't looking at the lives. I was just looking at the health bar. And I'm like, he should take that because he's totally got, you know, uh, it's kind of funny. Yeah, that's what I was trying to do. And then the other one I, I wish I could have told you is uh, they all have a, I guess it's kind of like a like a crowd control move. You know, if you're just swamped, um, you hit, I, I think it was Triangle on PlayStation. They do their special move and you were yeah. spamming the shit out of it on uh, on skate. <laughs> But you were losing so much health. You lose health every time you hit people with it. I, I was just going to mention <laughs> that. I didn't realize that at first. And I'm like, what? Where the hell is all my health going? Like, I, I, I'm kidding. I'm hitting all these guys. They're not hitting me. I don't know what's yeah. going on. And then and one time, I guess, I just happened to kind of look at my health bar while I was doing it. And I saw it go down. I'm like, oh, I can't do that anymore. That kind of sucks. I mean, I get it because obviously when you're spamming that, you just – You'll win. Yeah, you know, no one can touch you. You're pretty much just gonna. You're gonna. You could just do that the whole time and win the game. Mm-hmm. But um, it's kind of funny because I don't know what the decision process was back then. But now in today's kind of game design, um, instead of doing something like that where it penalizes your hit points, they would just you'd have like an additional meter for power right. or or, right. or something like that, like charges. Yeah, and so they actually. Gonna, they worked that in the Streets of Rage three as well. Like you do have a meter that charges, and that's when you get to use that special. I so. see. Okay. Well, that makes sense. So yeah, yeah. I, it never even occurred to me that using your special move would would actually take your your health away. Right. It's just now, you know, now it's such a foreign idea. I, I never. Right. Never encountered that that I can remember anyway in 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 older games. I probably did, and I just don't remember it now. But yeah, that was kind of funny because I was playing skate. <laughs> And I, I, I don't even know why I picked Skate. I should have just picked Axel because <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm playing with Phil. I'm like, I'll just – I'll pick uh, – I don't know. I, I'll try and be funny and like pick pick the guy who incidentally Skate. And I don't know if this is something that is – I don't remember this in Final Fight. But uh, Skate's moves were like – he was uh, Dalsim from really? Street Fighter 2. Oh, yeah. Like, he's got like that he, float he, thing. That did. move where he jumps up and then he comes down at like, yeah. 90, like uh, uh, a 45-degree angle like a like – a, like a drill. Yeah. And yeah, he you even makes the same sound. He does that sound. I can't imitate <laughs> it, but the same kind of <laughs> same kind of noise when he does. Yeah, I was using that way too much. I had no idea. You were destroying me. The other thing I I hated this when I when I was younger uh in fighting games like this or brawlers like this where you could hurt each other, but I kind of liked it here cuz <laughs> it would lead to some funny moments like when you you'd grab somebody by accident and then it was this you know, you'd grab me, you didn't know how to let go, and then you just started punching the hell out of my head, and I just started dying. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if I had muted uh, my microphone or not at that point, but like, because at one point I realized that you could probably hear me, and you didn't have your mic on, so yeah. I, figured, I didn't want to be coming out of your TV speakers if the if the kids are around or anything. 
Sorry, I muted my own mic, but every time I did that, I would be like, oh, no, 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 looking, you know, like freaking out because uh, I'm like, it would just be an accident. Like it needed right. to hit someone else and then I would grab you and put you in like a headlock or whatever. And I'm right. like, gosh, shit, I can't. I, I didn't know how to undo it. So then I would just usually hit a button. And now, uh, How are you doing skates move like that? Because they have different, I mean, they're, they all have different moves, but, you know, the same buttons. Yeah, uh, so. the one move with him, I think it was like if you jumped and hit triangle, you did the Dalsim thing. Oh, uh, okay. Where you get drilled down. But then if you just kind of hammered on the uh, on the triangle button, mm-hmm. uh, he, That's would, he, he would do that break dance move. That's when he would broke dance? Yeah, he, he <laughs> broke, his, his broke dance. And he <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, SRP uh, reference there. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's fine. That's, that's a good one. Um, yeah, I, I didn't really... Because... Because the other the other move they have, I don't know if you knew this, but and I, I wish I could have told you, but if you tap forward twice and then hit mm-hmm. attack, then they had yeah, like I, another one. I don't know if you did that one. Yeah, I figured that one out on when I played through on Axel, and okay. then I just figured out when I when I got on skate, I was like, oh, I'll try it on this guy, and he did. I forget what he did, but it was something comparable to Axel's move. Right. Where it was, yeah, and that, that's a really and that doesn't penalize you. No, right? no, and neither does. There was another one that uh, I was using Blaze the whole time, but. Uh, if you hit punch and jump together, she would do a, a move that like a sweep and that would sweep out everybody around her. So that was good, too. Mm. And that didn't you didn't lose any health on that one. So that was good for just getting people away from you. So it's definitely got like there is like, the, like a slight bit of strategy to it. And like you said, a good pacing and music's great. And yeah, I mean, it's just it's just like i don't know it just works it's just one of the few like turtles in time it's just one of those few brawlers that just works and i there's definitely more skill in it than turtles in time cuz that one again that one's made to zap all your quarters from you but yeah <laughs> but that one's just i don't know that one really has just a again like just like a great pace and like tons of variety so you're always pretty mm-hmm. uh, you know interested in what's going on but yeah i mean it's it's a cool game. And I, Speaking of uh, variety, I, the one thing that uh, we, we kind of talked about a, before the podcast uh, about this, but just that whole amusement park level, yeah. is just, in terms of variety, it's just <laughs> so funny because you're like, first you're in an amusement park and there's just like guys laying on park benches and they get up and fight you. Yeah. And then like off in the distance, there's a castle. And I didn't know if that was supposed to be like, like you were in Disney World or something. Right. I, I, I'm, I don't know what, what was implied or, or what, but... Uh, and then and then you, you go into inside the building and you're in like a pirate ship and there's all this pirate stuff going on. Well, first you go through the arcade, then you go into the pirate ship. Then you go through the alien part too. The alien right, part. Then, then after the. the... <laughs> I think that's before the pirate ship, right? The alien part. Yeah. No, the alien part's after the pirate. Oh, ship. okay. The pirate yeah. ship takes you there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and I don't. I mean, I don't know if it is supposed to be an alien or if it's supposed to be some sort of sea creature. Or, or what but i mean it certainly looks like an alien they've got like the big alien eggs yeah oh yeah it's alien that is definitely and i know like are they i guess they're fake aliens i don't know are they they exploded are they real aliens it's like so weird it's just... yeah I, I guess you're supposed to it's just supposed to be some another amusement in the right that you're right going through but right it's just so bizarre such a bizarre transition right and then you just find yourself back out in the amusement park again right and like there's more guys on the park and place. then you go to a baseball field and then you go to the home plate or right. the, the pitcher's mound and then that's an elevator that leads to a, a secret um wrestling match with the ultimate warrior yeah <laughs> <laughs> like it, it, it doesn't even lead you to like a secret lair it just leads you to like this underground uh, wrestling yeah thing. and not only like, is it like, yeah there's like 
hundreds of people there watching the mm-hmm. game or watching the match. I yeah. mean, they all went to the they all went to the pitcher's mound and <laughs> <laughs> took the elevator down. It's so weird, but that's what's so fun about like you don't see that kind of thought process in games these days. Everything's always like pretty logical, you know that. But that's what makes it fun to me. I don't know because yeah, yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed it. And, and there was a lot of like stuff, just weird, quirky stuff, like. Like during the baseball part, I, I was reading the signs and stuff. Like there were signs that said "do baseball." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like 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 the word "do" with an exclamation point, and then the words "base" and "ball" separate. Yeah, and that, yeah. like and that was like the poster that was hanging up all throughout like, the baseball field. Yeah, tons of them. Yeah, I was just like, what the? Uh, what was? I I guess it must just all be you know like the translation of that time period. Like the fact that the one um, enemy you fight. His name is Garcia, okay. but his name is actually when I looked it up, it's supposed to be Garcia. Like that's the that's the one bad guy's name is Garcia, but they wrote it Garcia. Wow. In the game and just funny stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. lots of bad English, basically. Yeah, of, yeah. There, you said place. you said it. I, I didn't want to come out and say. Yeah, you can but... say it. It's fun. <laughs> Lots of English. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on, I guess, and and uh, a lot of yeah. all your base type shit. Yeah, and the signals. I I don't get the signals. Why the characters are called signals? Yeah, that's just his name, and then I guess and then his color. whatever color his jacket is yeah. is is the abbreviation of yeah. his first name. Red signal, Y sig, you know, yellow. <laughs> I love the fat guy's name is Buffet. Yeah, Buffet, <laughs> and then there's there's Heart. Yeah, there's the other big fat guy, which apparently, and as I, I, this was kind of funny that I was, they said that that was a, a reference to Fist of the North Star. Oh yeah, I read that too. Yeah. Apparently there was an, and I've never watched that series or anything, but apparently there's a an overweight uh, martial artist named Hart. Yeah. So that was a, a, a reference to that, and I don't know if the Ultimate Warrior thing was intentional, but oh, dude, it's, it's got he sure he sure looks like him an I'm, awful lot. It's got it, and Sega at that at that point in time too. Um, the first Shinobi game, Revenge of Shinobi, that actually you go to New York and one of the bosses is Spider-Man and another boss is Batman. <laughs> so they have a thing with like putting in these American icons in their <laughs> game. You got to look it up. Look up uh, Revenge of Shinobi, like Spider-Man and Batman. It's pretty funny because uh, there's like no reason for Batman to be in Shinobi. No, uh, or Spider-Man. Yeah, or that. Spider-Man. It's just it's ridiculous. <laughs> and there's no why would you be fighting them? But they just wanted to put them in there. <laughs> I the thought did occur to me uh, just with how many of these games there were back then. It's almost like, like we always talk about how now all games are FPS games. Yeah, yeah. But like uh, for a long time, the you know the, there was a lot of these, and and I don't want to go so far as to say that they were like exactly like that because obviously there's way more first person shooters than anything else. But um, I don't know, just... man. There was I was looking on YouTube today, and I was just digging deeper and deeper in the brawlers i never even heard of like arcade ones and there's tons man there's 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 gotta be hundreds well like you were saying um you know it's an engine and it was probably you know just relatively inexpensive to license at the time and they probably just licensed it changed some things around and then you know just put them out again and get them in the you know but i don't know if that's true because like the Japanese developers have a thing where they don't like to license engines. So, no? uh, yeah, so like, well, what probably happened is like Konami built like they probably made their boards for, you know, turtles or whatever. Well, a lot of them ran off boards. I don't know. All arcade games are weird. I don't, I don't know. My my knowledge on that is a little uh, 
I don't know too much there, but uh, I don't know. I imagine like Konami probably made something like Ninja Turtles and used whatever they built there, probably across, you know, whatever kind of engine they use across all their games. You know what I mean? In house. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I doubt, you know, whatever Ninja Turtles running on was not running on whatever Capcom put together. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess it's just that modern way of thinking now is kind of skewed. Right. Think about yeah. It. It's just I'm, assume everything was a licensed yeah. engine. I mean, and that's but, one of the issues they were facing, and one of the reasons they fell so far behind this generation, the HD HD uh, gen, because they're still in that habit of building an, a new engine for every single game. Instead of that was why like Square made such a big deal out of their uh, what's the one they used for Final Fantasy Thirteen, the Crystal Tools or whatever the heck it's called. Yeah. It was like kind of a big deal because it's like. Hey, we finally made this engine, but that engine's only for them, and right. they don't plan, they don't plan on sharing it with anybody. It's not like Unreal, right? The couple the couple games this gen that they did do using the Unreal engine were met with not the greatest. Right, right. It was the last remnant, and uh, I feel like there was another one too. Maybe I'm maybe I'm mistaken. Sure. Maybe last it's last not, remnant might have been the only one. Was near on uh, Unreal. I didn't play you know, Nier. Yeah, yeah, you know what? I think you're right. I think Nier was the other one. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and that hurt them because they always rebuild their engines. So they're you know, kind of crazy about that stuff. Yeah. So I doubt in those days that's how it was. But, yeah, I mean, there's so many. It's just crazy how many brawlers there were. And, and they've only recently begun to make a comeback this generation just thanks to downloadable games, you know, like Scott Pilgrim and especially castle crashers that really uh mm-hmm. brought it back um and then you know there was the remake of turtles in time and right yeah, konami yeah. selling x-men so there's like a slight a slight resurgence but it's certainly not what it was i feel like i feel like brawlers have kind of morphed into like the 3d action games like god of war you know what i feel like that's the evolution of those games you know yeah yeah where they yeah, take they that. take those mechan they they take that idea of being swarmed with enemies and just kind of mashing the buttons, but they've also mixed it with an adventure game where there's a little bit of exploration, a little bit of puzzles. So I feel like, you know, that's kind of what they turned into. I guess Devil May Cry probably really started that trend of how those games ended up. Yeah, trying to think. Yeah, I mean that's really the first one that comes to mind. I can't I can't think of anything before that really mm-hmm. that that was a. Uh... Like an action game where you just swarm with people and yeah, so or, or, or the no, I was gonna make a joke about the ninety nine nights the the Marians and Marians yes uh, yes <laughs> yeah that, yeah the Dynasty Warriors yeah they're all like that that yeah Dynasty Warriors and yeah the ninety nine nights are definitely like they really are the modern day brawlers where you, yeah just like, that literally all right great I fought one million troops who gives a shit you know it's like one yeah. meat bags that you just punched. And there's, you know, nothing. I I, I I did try to come up with one kind of criticism of this game, one thing that kind of I felt bugged me sure. frequent, frequently while playing it. And, and this was just a limitation of the game itself. It's not, I mean, it wasn't anything where I was like, I'm not playing this anymore, you know, but it, it did bug me. The one thing I noticed was there were a lot of times when enemies would just, they'd walk, they'd be off the screen. Yeah. And they would, it was like they would stay off the screen and I just couldn't get to them. I couldn't advance and move forward in the game because I had to, you know, finish beating up those guys. Right. Um, 
And it, that was just one thing that kind of drove me nuts. And, and it happened, it even happened on some boss fights, mm-hmm. and some kind of like, like kind of crappy luck where they would do that. And I would try to back up and get out of the way and give them a chance to come in. And then they would like the, the flying guy. Right. He kept doing that damn move where he comes flying onto the, and he would come, you know, he'd come onto the screen where he'd already be flying. Like, right. You wouldn't even know that he was flying at you. Right. And, and so just little things like that. Yeah, and that's definitely an issue with all those games from then. If I mean, if you went back and played games like that, you, you that's I don't know, it's some kind of I guess it's just the way the AI works is that it, it wants to stay away from you. So when you knock them off the screen and you're you're standing at the edge of the screen waiting for them, they're not they're just not going to come. So I don't know. Yeah, that's definitely an issue with those games. But yeah, I agree. I hate that too because that yeah. does slow things up. Because then you're just waiting for the guy. To come back out yeah like, and and it was by no means a deal breaker but yeah it just was was kind of annoying uh, one thing uh it was kind of funny playing a game like this uh for the first time um with the concept of trophies being yeah. applied because i was trying to get the trophies and the one that drove me the craziest was the one of getting um and it, this probably seems really and i'm sure a lot of people hear this and be like oh i did that the first time but like when you get a weapon and you have to kill 10 guys yeah. in a row without dropping the weapon. Yeah. Like, sounds easy, and maybe it was for a lot of people, but for me, like, I would, like, I'd accidentally hit the button and I'd grab a guy and right. throw the weapon on the ground, mm-hmm. and it would be on, like, the eighth guy yeah. that I fought, and I'd be like, ah, oh, god damn it, now I gotta start over. And then, and then there were cases where I'd get, like, up to five or six in a row, and then you would transition to the next part of the level and you'd lose your weapon. Right, right, so yeah. That, that was actually the one trophy I kind of really, uh, it's just funny to play a game like that and be trying to get trophies. Yeah, no, it's cool though because then it gives it like, uh, I feel like it adds like a little more. Like, I know there's people that don't like trophies, but I like trophies because they give you something to work for. So it's kind of neat where throwing in that thing, you know, a little thing like that makes you work for a little something different in like an old game. You know, it kind of gives it like a new objective and yeah. adds a little more to it I, I agree and i actually got that trophy when we were playing together i had a hard oh, time with you? that one too because i played it by myself a little bit uh before we played together and i i was trying to get that one as well and i couldn't uh and i got lucky i got it when we were playing together but yeah that was a hard one and <laughs> and no trophy for finishing the game by the way it was it was really upset yeah the only one was what if you finish it on uh, like hardcore hardcore yeah or if you get uh if you finish the whole game with no continues Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And but that one, I looked at it, and it didn't say anything about what level you have to play it on. It just said no continues. Oh, uh, still, so, I don't know, man. That's got that's got to be hard. And then there's one if you finish it together, which we were close, man. <laughs> yeah. What What were we? We were on stage five, I think. Yeah. We fought the ultimate warrior, so we must have been. Yeah, we were on the boat. Okay. All right. And then they crapped yeah. out. The crap <laughs> sucked. All of a sudden, you were gone. I was like, where did yeah, it go? Yeah, it sucked, man. I was hoping I could just continue from that point and just keep playing. Yeah. But, uh, it kicked me back to the menu screen. And, and uh, so I, you had to start over. That was it. Yeah. So that night I don't think I played anymore. And, and I, I played a couple more times after that. Okay. I got lucky. I, when I was playing the game before, before that night I saved my game and it was like that exact location. So oh, okay. when I got kicked out and we stopped playing, I loaded it up and I just kind of picked up from where we left off and I ended up finishing the game. Uh, which was pretty hard, <laughs> I thought anyway. <laughs> I remember it being real easy when I was a kid. I remember us like playing it and beating it like it was nothing. But I, I don't know for some reason, I thought it was harder now. 
when you uh, also as a kid you have a lot more free time that's true too <laughs> we probably played it a million times and it just appeared to be easy <laughs> yeah. yeah i remember getting home from school and like sitting down in my room and and playing through like a whole mega man game from the time i got home from school until it was time for dinner right you know i would finish a mega man game and, right and, and i just can't even imagine having that kind of time <laughs> <laughs> Especially not right after getting home from work. Right. No way. Yeah. It's tough. So what, what, why don't we see what people were saying about it? Because we got yeah, a yeah, thoughts. we got some feedback on this. Some some, uh, some people in our forums, some of our regulars chimed in. Um, let's see. I'm just kind of perusing through the thread right now and seeing what people said. Uh, we had a new visitor to the site, um, Apollo Palaccio. Paulo Palaccio. I probably just butchered that, but I, that's all right. I tried uh, chimed <laughs> in, and uh, uh, I, I I'm gonna say he or she voted uh, for uh, Streets of Rage two. I apologize, but there's nothing in your profile here that would lead me to lead me to believe one or the other. So I'll just say he or she to be uh, it <laughs> to be uh, diplomatic. Um, but we appreciate you coming out to the site and voting and, and chiming in. Um, uh, let's see here. What do we got from Nate? Uh, one of our regulars, he got to the stage five boss. Uh, and this was the first time he ever played it too, which is surprising. Cause I, I feel like Nate, uh, had played a lot of these old games that are pretty well known. So I was shocked that he didn't play it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he said something. Uh, he kind of echoed some of the sentiment of what was just about the fact that you know it felt like a lot of other beat 'em ups from the '90s. Right. A lot looks a lot like Final Fight, which is you know something we. And he, I know, I, I was disappointed that he said he didn't really like the music. He just said the music was pleasant, which is more than he could say for most Genesis games. Something about that sound trip rubs me the wrong way. And I used to, you know what, I used to think the Genesis sound chip was crap too, but I kind of come to appreciate it. I definitely love some Genesis music. Um, so he kind of, he, he seemed a little down on it. Uh, not too big on it. And then uh, Apollo Palaccio, Pacchio, I don't, we're both butchering it, kind of agreed. He echoed uh, Nate's sentiments there. And you know, agreed with the final fight stuff. And that was really only his thoughts on it. Uh, William Smith, who also never played it before. Yeah. The William Smith, (laughs) (laughs) the celebrity he's here now. Um, he, he broke down like uh, a lot of what he was saying through the stages. And he said the music was also blah. Like, I can't believe it. Um, but he enjoyed the game as, as a whole, I think. And you know, that was, it's cool that we're getting people to play like these older games and yeah. hopefully in, enjoying them a little bit, even though there people are seeming thinking it's a little unremarkable. Um, you mentioned the uh, the guy with the the guy who runs at you with the knife. Yeah, that guy's a bitch, dude. Which is fun. I'm not sure if he's talking about the the um the boss guy with the knife or if he's talking about uh the Garcia Garcia. Yeah, I think he's guy. talking about him. Cause he, yeah, cause like you'll be swarmed by people, and then he comes out, and he get. I feel like he gets me every single time. Every time I saw him come across the screen, just the way he moves, he just reminded me of like an old man. Like he could have just as easily been holding a cane or a walker instead of a knife, and it would have like looked perfect to me. Right. The way the animation was. Right. That character. Right. Yeah, because he's all hunched over with the arm. Yeah. 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 He just looked like like uh, like a grouchy old man, like like curmudgeoning across the screen at you. Right. 
Yeah, he was a pain in the ass, though. <laughs> he, always, he always gets me. Uh, yeah. And Russell Case said uh, he doesn't. Uh, he didn't think these games are uh, as fun in the arcade because you know it's not about how good you are; it's about how many quarters it wants to take from you, which is what I was saying uh, earlier. And I, I agree, and 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 that was what I think I like about the game that maybe I didn't realize when I was younger playing it is that there is a, a slight bit of uh, skill involved here. Like you can get good at Streets of Rage, um, where you probably couldn't get good at X Men. Um, and Nate replied to that saying, you know, maybe if the games were more thoughtfully designed, he could see it, but they're literally literally designed to make your time as frustrating as possible. Uh, as, uh, I can't even read, I'm sorry. Uh, and he says, Streets Rage is a bit better with that, giving you one or two moves to make it more manageable. Um, and then, I don't know, He he. I guess he seems to think that was the only thing that really separated it from the pack, but well, I guess I kind of disagree. I feel like some of the bosses, yeah, they're definitely there to just whoop the shit out of you. But I feel like the stages themselves, the way they throw the enemies at you, they they're they're leaving you some room to uh, strategize a bit. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I didn't feel like it was it was too. Bad. And then they always and at a boss, they always give you a chicken. So that's kind of cool because then you want to save that chicken until your health is like completely depleted, and then. <laughs> you got to get to it. Then there, I love when you're like, you had the mad rush to the chicken because like you know you're gonna die, and then the guy is he's like right on top of you. So it's like sometimes he gets you, and then it's just like damn it, I, I didn't get the food in time, I didn't get all my health back. So I mean, at least I just love that you're eating an entire roasted chicken. Yes, <laughs> that, that you just found under like a garbage can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man. Uh, well, uh, and we had Stillies, uh, one of our uh, forum regulars, chimed in. He had, I'll just get a couple of pros and cons. He said, pros, great bosses, great music, great stages. He loved the, fo- the uh, baseball field as well. Yes. Uh, better co-op and special moves than one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess I, I didn't play one, so I don't know. But, I'm, yeah, I guess has, this, this one has better. I don't know. D- didn't you say that it didn't have co-op, though? No, one did. I didn't. I said uh, Final Fight was stripped of co-op. So, oh, wow. Well, yeah, well. one was the one where I was talking about where at the end the uh, you can choose if you want to join the final boss or not. I thought you meant two, not not one. Never uh, mind. It's a, never mind. I, I'm sorry. Not making any sense. His con, his con uh, from Stillies was that there's no Adam. That's the um, yeah. That's the guy you could play as. The other guy you could play as in a uh, one. Right, and this is the guy you're going to save, right? Right. Yep, um, and, and Skate is like skate. his younger brother or something like that. Or... Still, he says Skate sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I loved Skate when I was a kid. He's uh, and Russell Case agreed. Skate yeah. does suck. He has no reach. I, I had fun playing as him that night. He's I really fast didn't... too, so that that's a good thing about. Yeah, you do move around the screen pretty quick on as him. I, it's just such a funny character to me that they even just designed like a like a kid on on rollerblades, right? You know, and they called him Skate because <laughs> what the hell else are you going to call him? Exactly. You know, skates. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he skates, so we'll just call him Skate. And right. That, that, that was it. That was that, that morning's uh, status meeting in the, <laughs> in the office. Yeah. <laughs> it was like they just checked that one off the list and kept moving along. Right. Um, <laughs> and he agrees that Blaze is always the, is always the best. I agree. I, I like did play Blaze a little bit, and yeah, that, that was pretty cool. She has, she has some good moves. I mean, her move where you do the forward-forward um, punch or whatever. Yeah, and I think it destroys. I mean, that's it was pretty easy to abuse that. Yeah. 
and, and I did. Yeah. In some in some cases, I, I had no qualms with just standing oh, on the no. edge. Yeah. I would just stand on the edge of the screen and just keep spamming <laughs> that. And like, if anyone even tried to come back over, they were done. Yeah. I, I got through a couple bosses that way. I'm not ashamed mm-hmm. to admit. How far did you make it? Do you remember? I made it to the final boss. Oh wow! I made it to the final boss, Mister X. Mm-hmm. Um, I got him down to half of a health bar after I oh. took. He has he has two stars, I believe. Yeah. Of, of armor or whatever that you have to get yeah. down first, and then you get him to like his real health bar. Right. I got him down a little less than half. I was on my last life, last continue. He killed me, and uh, I was actually playing his blades. Oh, cool. And, um, I just I, I didn't I didn't have it in me. I was out of continues. I think my the last time I had saved the game, uh, which was my fault, was probably like sometime during stage six. Oh, uh, all right. And I just wasn't in the mood to go back to there and play all the way through again. Um, even though it was probably only like 20 minutes or so of time. but So that was it. I did not finish it, I'm sorry to say. Oh, you're um, close I, enough. I still have time, and like you said, I own like four copies of it now, so I can probably do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could probably make time and, and sit down one night and, and, and knock it out, because it, it was a cool game. I, I really did enjoy it quite a bit. That's cool. I'm glad. You, I was I was kind of thinking um that you were going to be down on it, so it's cool that you ended up liking it. I wasn't sure, but yeah, I, I got into it, and and all the kind of the like all the funny quirky stuff we talked about, I definitely appreciate it, and it, uh, I think it kind of helped me like it even more, even though even though technically that it's kind of like crap, right? Stuff. Like, <laughs> right. like they cut corners and they you know they, they didn't like properly translate things, but it, to me now playing it, uh, twenty years later, it, right? Uh, it, it, it's just funny and it just added to the experience. It's like watching an older movie or something like that, you know, from the eighties. Right. You just, you, you enjoy it on that level too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You like, you like the mistakes and stuff like that. Exactly. They have a, I don't know, an appeal to them, I guess. But yeah, yeah, it's cool. Cool beans, man. I definitely love that game. And I'm glad that, uh, I don't know. I tried to look at it critically this time and yeah, I mean, I think it's, a, I just think it's a strong game and, this works well. Yeah, I think, I mean, it would have been easy to just sit down and, like, beat it up about all the things, you know. But I, I think looking at it objectively and, and seeing what's, what's actually good about it, it was a little, you know, not not what I'm saying sounds like a backhanded compliment, but I don't mean it that way. Right. Um, I, I, I think we could have just easily sat down and been like, oh, you know, the controls are annoying, you know, what the hell, you know, mm-hmm. why I'm hitting punch and it's not punching immediately, you know, and like, all, you know, looking at it from a modern point of view, we could have kind of ripped it apart. But uh, I think you just kind of got to get in that headspace and just, you know, enjoy it for what it is and, and when it was made. Right. Yep. All right. Well, I guess we can wrap this one up. I think we've we've adequately. Yeah. All there is to say about Streets of Rage 2. Um, if you're downloading this um, you know, and hearing this, uh, please head over to our website. We'll have a poll up for the next episode uh, to pick the game. We're not quite sure what that's going to be yet, but uh, when you're hearing this, you can promptly go over and, and uh, vote. Um, we're going to wrap up um, this episode with a little more music from Streets of Rage 2. This track is called Jungle Bass, and it is ironically from the jungle base level in case you couldn't figure that out which is stage six six dash two yes uh so we'll play that play us out with that one um phil thank you very much thank you good episode yeah and uh talk to you next time all right man see ya